If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. The volume. You gotta listen to it. Sorry, I know it's over the bar. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Inside the Garage podcast. I'm Kyle Hamilton, along with KJ Wallace, Connor Radigan, and Cam Hart. Today is Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there. Um, hope you spending it with your loved ones and the folks that you really love don't have a girlfriend, boyfriend, or significant other, then uh, find a sneaky chilling. link. Find a sneaky link. <laughs> but I uh, hope everybody's having a great day. Today is the day after the Super Bowl, obviously. So first off, I just want to get y'all's initial thoughts just on the game. For me, it'd probably be Matt Stafford. I know I said um, I wanted the Bengals to win, but I'm just proud of Matt Stafford because of like all he had to overcome, not really, not winning one playoff game with Detroit, being there for, what, 12 years, 14 years? Just to see him in his first year co- go to a new team, and won a Super Bowl, that's pretty amazing. So it was definitely a fun game. And it's funny, like when you're not like an avid fan of one of the two teams in Super Bowl, you watch it a little differently. Like a bunch of guys, like Zeke Corral talking to me, big Bengals fan, about the penalties a lot that happened in the game. Everyone's blaming the refs for some of the calls. And I was like, ah, oh, like I I didn't see it like that. I thought it was like a relatively, you know, straightforward football game. But at the end of the day, happy for Stafford. Cooper Cup had an unreal season. Joe Burrow will probably be back in the Super Bowl, so I was happy for Stafford. For some reason, I don't know what it was, but it was like the Bengals, and I feel like they've been like this all year, but they've been like a team where they'll have like two and three crazy plays in a row happen to them, and it'll be like their momentum, they're real good with like momentum swings. I want to say how Aaron Donald affected the end of the game like that. Like I've never seen a D tackle just stop a whole offense like that by himself. Mm. I mean, that the run, it was third and two, third and one, third and short, whatever it was. He just got off his guy and just made a tackle. Then the very next play, fourth down, they got to they get a pass off. And he's, he's the one affecting the throw. It's just like, he's been an all-pro for a reason. So I think it was seven seasons, eight seasons, I think, if you count this one. I just thought that was crazy to see like a defensive tackle, an interior lineman, like, do that. Definitely a shout-out to Aaron Donald. I thought Jamar Chase kind of showed everybody. He was obviously, like, one of the best receivers in the league already. I feel like he was just unbothered by the moment. Same thing with Joe Burrow. Did you see the last play? 
Jamar Chase, like Ramsey had fallen down. Mm. Oh, he did? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, so if Joe Burrow had a little more time, was he looking at him or not? I don't know. But if he had more time, he probably would have seen it. Oh, he almost completed that pass. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if he completed that, dude. I would have been like, whoa. I was so sick to see Odell get hurt. That's been my favorite player since, like, I was in, like, middle school. Like, he was my screensaver and stuff like that. Like, being a big LSU fan. So, like, I always wanted him to do well. And, like, he was going crazy in the first quarter. And then on some fluke stuff, he just, I think they said it was torn ACL. But do y'all think that the turf has something to do with that? Like, the AstroTurf? I think it has more to do with, like, the fact that they played. That was their 21st game of the season. 21 games. Going through that with your body. And I feel like your body just deteriorates over time. And, like, it looks so casual the way he did that. Like, you've seen Odell yeah. catch the ball turn the field thousands of times, and it's just like, that was, it looked like a real casual tear, like the way it just tore. It's just, it's so frustrating for injuries like that because they're so definitive. Like, boom, happened, ACL, you, there's nothing you can do about it. You just have such a good game. And just the way that it looked and the way there's like a non-contact style injury, everyone's like, that unfortunately looks like it's a ligament tear. And then obviously it is, he doesn't come back. And it just sucks. He's had a good, good game. The season didn't start off great for him on the Browns. It was like a really cool ending for him. And then obviously just a really unfortunate injury. Yeah. I personally don't believe like the turf thing. Stuff, I just I just yeah. can't get really under because it's like we play on turf every day and we play on like, I don't know. It's, yeah. It's, it's a really hot take, I think. But um, yeah, it, it does suck. And just to see it. Well, to see the spirits that he's in now versus when the game was going on makes me feel a lot better about it because he's like, this was God's yeah. plan. He finally got his ring. He's happy. At least he has mm -hmm. a smile on his face and he has a ring and he's accomplished a dream that he probably has wanted to accomplish. Whole life, probably. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah probably be. whole life, honestly. And it just sucks because, yeah, again, since Odell hit the league, he's probably not my favorite receiver, but up there. And I've always wanted to see him succeed, even when he's playing the Ravens. And it just sucks because he um, finally gets that opportunity to win the Super Bowl. And have the game that he was having in it is it's that way yeah, it was terrible and like when he came back out with the hoodie on like you can see tears in his eyes i was like damn like yeah. i'm feeling for him right now like that would make me almost want to cry like seeing him like that just after everything he's been through already yeah. for his acl last year last like year. that rehab yeah. is probably some of the toughest rehab the work give back to this point he's helped his team so much get to this point and then um he's doing great and obviously not doing it in the way he wanted to but ultimately I think it did. I mean, if they would have lost that game, it would have made it that much worse. But winning the game, winning yeah. the championship, that's that's awesome. Makes it all worth it. Honestly. I'm glad he had an impact before he got hurt. Because I feel like yeah, it would have hurt sure. even more like if he didn't even have like an impact in that game before it happened. But like I'm glad he got a, at least he said he scored. Like mm -hmm. probably would have got MVP if he was in the game still. I don't think Cooper Cup would have had to, to clutch up like that. But yeah. Also, yeah. shout out to Benny Sko. Win a, yeah. win a Super Bowl. That's dope. Sure. You yeah, guys get crazy. to ring first year in the league. And people were flaming him for dropping the pass or whatever, which in my opinion, I don't think that's completely his fault. But like I was talking to somebody who, a uh, friend of a friend, was on the Bengals, and they said their whole special teams game plan was like around Ben because he's such a good special teams player. And like he's going to be in the league for a long time, not only as a receiver, but like good ST player. So yeah, they're doubling him as a gunner. It was, yeah. it was interesting. I didn't, I didn't know that until I watched the game. Mm. Did y'all see like all the money Drake was putting on Odell to like <laughs> score the first touchdown, score any touchdown, Rams to win yeah, the game, stuff that. like that? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Saw that. I saw <laughs> that. Who <laughs> tweeted like uh, Odell just cashed out Drake? Cash him out. Somebody <laughs> big Bro, tweeted. What? I don't know who it was, but I've seen that. Uh, 800K? 
AJK is a lot of money. I think total he put down like 1.4 million to make like two. Yeesh. Must be nice. Must be nice. nice. Must be nice. Must be nice. Speaking of Odell as well, he had $200,000 cleats on. I saw that. Oh, $20,000 worth of diamonds in his shoe. Or $18,000, I believe. Diamonds in his Nike swoosh. I thought it was $200,000. I thought the shoe in total was $200,000 and then the diamonds was worth eighteen or something crazy. That's crazy. $200,000. $200,000 on the feet. $100,000 a foot. I mean, (laughs) not a toe. A foot. (laughs) That's crazy, though. He'd be probably looking at his feet like, damn. Yeah, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) 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 We got to touch on it. Vernon Hargraves runs (laughs) off. (laughs) This dude (laughs) runs off the sideline (laughs) in flip-flops and is celebrating with the team. I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, I guess the new rule came in that you can't flag somebody for excessive celebration. Yeah, all of a right? sudden, you just see... Next next frame is him on the bench. Is, like, the coaches put him in timeout. Like, sit down, at don't move. Child, like a little bad kid, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that cost them points, too, because they could have scored when they got the ball, the touchback. They would have been on the 25 and said they were, like, on the 10s. And they could have got three out of that, so... I don't know. That was hilarious. And he was out there in slides. Yeah. Bro, like, yeah. What are you yeah. Jumping too. Like yeah. fully on yeah. jumping with a towel in his hand, dog. Like, <laughs> be more discreet. Bro. Do you guys think the missed field goal affected the game as much as it should have? The uh, extra point? Yeah. It was. It definitely made the end a lot more interesting. Do you think so? Because yeah. they only needed a field goal to tie it up. Mm. Well, the coaches probably started to call plays differently because yeah, they wanted definitely. to score yeah. faster. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking if they would have hit that point after attempt, then the game would have probably potentially went in a different direction. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. The Bengals definitely would have called different plays in that last drive to get them down close to the end zone quicker instead of just like, I assume it was a more methodical approach because they're like, at the very least, let's get in a field goal range, right? Yeah. Let's not take a huge risk. Also, the yeah. end of that play, like, what was going on? Yeah. They trying to, they trying to, they trying to, lateral the ball? I don't know what that was. <laughs> What that was. <laughs> I always want to do that in the game. Just to let y'all know. I always want. To do I felt like they should have let, like let him score at one point. I think it was like two. Oh, two, it was two minutes, minutes left. Yeah. left. I was like, y'all should just let him score. Like Joe Burrow, two minutes left, at least a field goal. I got. I would take that. Mm-hmm. You got me fierce yeah. kicking. I would take that. I was thinking when I was watching the game and Cooper Cup scored on that fade, that back shoulder. On Eli Apple, immediately before the play started, I thought of the Seahawks interception on the goal line. Uh, and if I'm a DB, I'm like, they're not running a slant. They're not running a slant. They can't run oh, a slant. Oh, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And so he like inside stemmed him and then ran the fade. And I'm like, I would have just stayed outside. But mm-hmm. that can transition us to Eli Apple, who's been like the talk of the town around football right now. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's been on his head on Twitter. That's, that's got to suck for him, Wait, bro. I didn't know that, he was such a troll, though. Look. I didn't know he was such a troll on social media yeah. until y'all told me. That's yeah. why everybody's yeah. like... Yeah. It was such a weird fade, too, because it wasn't even to the corners, to like the mid... That's the, the worst, bro. That is the worst, because you're going to expect it to be a long ball. Right. This is really short. So yeah, cool. that's damn near unguardable. When they, yeah. If you got a good quarterback that puts it right there, only DBs will see that. That's some kid. That's coming yeah. out of KJ's yeah. mouth. Only DBs and, will see and that. You think about the slant. You like, bro. He runs a slant, bro. Then <laughs> of course, the fade. <laughs> Here it comes. Benny Scola ran a, ran a uh, slant on that play. Took off to the inside. It was open. Uh, very briefly. Dang. Imagine Benny Sko to win a Super Bowl. Holy. Ooh. Oh, holy. Hey, uh, be so live. Holy. 
Notre Dame football would have posted that for next year. <laughs> next few years. You have a, a statue next to Newt. <laughs> Imagine the Benny Scott with a cigar and a cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Cooper Cup, I, in my opinion, was the best receiver this year. I'm sure everybody else would say that. Had one of the best seasons ever. But I'm like, if I'm playing against him, I'm getting frustrated because this dude shows zero emotion like, on the at field. All. Bro, no emotion up. at all. His mouthpiece halfway out of his mouth. He always <laughs> puts it right back in, gives the ball, and runs back. I'm like, jeez, bro. I can't, no, you bro. can't even talk trash like, to that. No emotion. Say something to me. But when he caught the touchdown, he just got up and threw the ball to the ref. I'm like, all right, well, I guess we won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> this story's pretty great, though, about how like his girl, they've been dating mm. they're in college. And like she was working two, three jobs just to like help him pay for school and help him get through college and just to see that down. And then I seen like um a video of like when they won a championship, she like runs out on film. It's pretty it's pretty dope. You guys should watch it. <laughs> you all remember like three weeks ago when that story came out, guys were posting on their stories, like yeah, on their Instagram, yeah, they're like retweeting like it and stuff. Yeah. I was like, Y'all just trying to win some arguments. That's <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Like, like see, see, you could pay see? some bills too. <laughs> <laughs> Support for the Inside the Garage is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code GARAGE at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's over 8 million balls. The Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped has arrived, and oh man, is it a game changer. First off, the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming and features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 400K LED spotlight. You thought that was good, but want to take your grooming game even further to the next level? The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Trimmer. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code GARAGE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code GARAGE. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Football fans, check out the 3 and Out podcast with John Middlecoff every Monday, Tuesday, and Friday, only on the Volume Podcast Network. John brings his unique perspective as an ex-NFL scout to the Volume to break down all the news around the NFL and college football. Whether you're looking for game predictions, coaching searches, the ins and outs of an NFL front office, even an occasional golf tip, John has you covered. Download 3 and Out with John Middlecoff only on the Volume Podcast Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening i guess we could talk about the uh, halftime show now what did y'all think of the halftime show that was money that was probably one of my favorite Great. ones that was yeah. money. Yeah. i was locked in i wanted more i wanted an encore that was probably my favorite one in recent years like yeah. i don't yeah. remember i don't even remember what my favorite one before that was what was it for you guys none of them like stuck out i was like oh it was cool but like none of them were like oh i like actually yeah. enjoyed the whole thing you know that one i enjoyed like the whole thing yeah i think that's the first time i've actually sat down and watched the halftime show i want to say that i, watched I didn't beyonce, want to say bro. that though i, I didn't I, want to say that but i watched yeah. it <laughs> i watched beyonce is it the only time i sat down i watched the whole thing <laughs> who do you think had the best performance i like snoop i thought snoop was just like so like casual and kicking up there and like it sounded like he was actually singing like it wasn't lip sync and I was like he sang, sounds like <laughs> he was good. like la da 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 I don't know for some reason I like Dr. Dre I don't know was he actually like messing with the turntables and stuff he looked like he was it looked like very small chance he was <laughs> just seeing him I don't know it was pretty cool first of all 50 came out in a custom white shoe. <laughs> bro, upside, upside down. down. Bro, upside down. Upside Looking down. like he's about 250, 260. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, is, what is about to happen? What song is he about to, what song is he about to perform right now? Um, I think my favorite part is probably Kendrick. Kendrick's always kind of been like in our musical taste for our generation. I remember like, like listening to Swimming Pools when I was like 10. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you don't really see Kendrick for a lot of like a long periods of time. Like he just kind of stays himself. But to see him come out and do that and like kind of show he still got it. And like, of course, his music is always going to bang forever. I thought Mary J. Blige killed it. I thought she did good. She did a really good job. The meme of her on the... um What's the meme? What she what felt? She felt I was like, no. <laughs> as soon as I see it, I was like, Twitter about to kill this. <laughs> I thought it was cool how Eminem took a knee. I thought it was kind of random, but... At the same time, I was like, okay, I mean, I, I guess that's, that's cool. He's Wait, strong he support. Yeah, Apparently, I didn't, you took I didn't, a knee I didn't see that. So after, after he like stopped singing, he took a knee and like put his head on like this. And honestly, at the time, I didn't really think much of it. I thought it was yeah, like I some didn't, like, register with me. thing. Yeah. You know? And then the NFL came out and said like, people had said, correct me if I'm wrong, Kyle, that like the NFL told him not to kneel. He still no, did that's it. Right. The NFL has come out and said that that's not true. They knew he was going to kneel the whole time. Yeah, he was just kneeling on top of the stage like with his head in his hand. And I was like, all right. And then after the game, they're like, uh, props to Eminem, taking in, like, showing strength and stuff like that. I was like, oh, I didn't even register yeah, with me. Yeah. That's what he was doing. But I guess that's dope, too. It's kind of cool to see L.A. culture, like, with the crib walking. Yeah. And it's yeah. like Snoop wearing a bandana outfit, which is pretty OD fit. Yeah, <laughs> all, all the blue. <laughs> there were definitely so many people out there watching that were like, 
what is on my TV right now? <laughs> Yo, Get this off that. my TV. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Bro. I was thinking the same thing. There's so many people that are <laughs> that just hate this. Because they hate on like the Shakira and um, J-Lo? J-Lo one. Like, yeah. I was like, okay. I'm never watching football <laughs> yeah. again. It's like, all right. J-Lo, J-Lo wasn't a commercial last night. Oh, what y'all thought about the commercials? The Guy Fury one was my favorite. I already know Kyle's favorite commercial, bro. <laughs> Which one? You feel me? I ain't even got to say it. Yeah, when LeBron was talking it, to LeBron. LeBron was talking to LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> that was hella cool, though. That was, that was money. It was cool. It was that money. was cool. I think the NFL commercial was kind of dope with all the, like, all the players. Oh, their, yeah. That was, that was my dope. favorite, actually. Yeah, that was kind of dope. in like the kid's house. Yeah, I like and that. And then the grandma <laughs> out, football. It's football. That was pretty dope. I like that. I loved uh, I loved Coinbase how they just crashed immediately after they posted. Oh yeah! <laughs> Wait, what? Coinbase crashed. Coinbase spent a good amount of money on this ad, right? You know the barcode one, <laughs> and everyone was doing it, and just like crashed. Oh, and so everyone's like, "Props for Coinbase for paying sixteen million dollars to put the ad on, and then another sixteen million dollars in repairs." So, in conclusion, good or bad Super Bowl, in your opinion? Really good Super Bowl. Really, really good really Super good. Bowl. Why no? Nine out of ten. You said nine out of ten? Uh, yeah. Uh, I I gave it probably a solid eight points eight point eight, eight point eight out of ten. I agree with that. A ten to me is uh Falcons Patriots. That's yeah, like yeah, a ten yeah, to yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. We performed the halftime show then. Mm, no clue. Yeah. I yeah, think that, it was like Coldplay or something. It's that game in general, yeah. Cold for sure. Play? Yeah. Coldplay got hits now. Coldplay do got hits. I'm not gonna lie, I don't got like I don't have Coldplay <laughs> as a playlist somewhere, but <laughs> what if they had like U two? You remember U two? <laughs> <laughs> they probably were at some point. <laughs> they just snuck in. They snuck in and performed. <laughs> Say where they snuck in on everybody's Ooh. iPod. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I give it a nine. I give Super Bowl a nine. Nine. I'll give it eight. It's like watching your team win one school. So I'd put the Eagles one above that. But that was a really it was a cool game. Yeah, I'd say about 8.5. I also think nowadays social media makes every single big sporting event like the funniest thing in the world. Yeah. Like I'm on Twitter the whole time watching. So yeah. Funny, yeah. It's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> People are hilarious on Twitter. It's terrible. People it's say whatever no they want. So it's just like at all. <laughs> <laughs> Dudes were like photoshopping uh Eli Apple into a McDonald's uniform. Like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, people are, he didn't even play back game. He was like, wait for him to do something bad. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't do that, bro. That's funny. Moving on to the next big sporting event for football, which would be the NFL draft. It's in Vegas this year. That'll be interesting. Vegas has had a pretty bad reputation recently. So hopefully that turns around late April. I have a discrepancy to pick with Kyle. <laughs> Was, was he just sound like that? <laughs> I stopped stop with discrepancy to pick with Kyle. Discrepancy to pick with Kyle. I stopped stuck in my throat, bro. <laughs> he sound like he sound like one of the parents that stood up in a PSA meeting. I got a discrepancy to pick with Kyle. So our teammates is going to the draft, and we're not even going. It was good. What you mean? Yeah, but where's the where's invite, the man? where's the invite? That's crazy. Yes. Yeah, First crazy. off, haven't been invited. I'm not gonna assume things. If I am Green. invited, I only, I only get eight tickets. We're not I, eight to, tickets. I don't need to go to the draft. Now I want to go to the draft. I want to go to Vegas to see. I don't get, I'm not Vegas police. Y'all can go to Vegas if you want. <laughs> Just the draft. I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna say y'all can't be Vegas there. <laughs> all, right, so, all, right, all right, so so we can come. Yes, y'all can come. I would bad, love y'all to come. Bad. Nice, nah, capping, bro. Need that. Need it that. Capping, bro. That's a pity invite. 
to know. pity about I thought that, I thought that was already an agreement. Like that was already a yeah, thing. No, nah, since when? Nah, since when? Nah. I'm agreeing, bro. <laughs> Y'all agree. You agree. No invite. You agree. But the Vegas police up here. I ain't get invited to the spring game. No, I get invited me to that. <laughs> All right, Kyle. All right, go. It's That's a two way street. All right, Kyle. This, 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 Am I allowed go, to go? Am I allowed to go? Bro. I'm out the South Bend police. It's, so it's the same thing. Y'all can come to Vegas. Bro, no, it's not the same thing. You ha- This is your house. Your house is in South Bend. We don't have any, <laughs> anything. We don't have any connections with Vegas, bro. No connections. This is your school. When I finish this, just touch down in Vegas, like, like I'm, I'm here. here. <laughs> I'm in Vegas. Honestly, I thought that's how it was going to work out. <laughs> yeah, I'm scared. Oh, my. Just drop right in. It's just going to hit me. Just come scoop. <laughs> At the airport. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to call you in like five minutes. My name about to get called. <laughs> I'll be there in 20. Dude, that's so funny, bro. <laughs> but yes, yes. I would love y'all to come. Nice. Shallow invite. It's okay. <laughs> back on the back on the topic of the draft. Who that came out this year that we've played against, do you think, uh, is like the best player? I would personally say that Drake London was the best player that we played this year from USC. Plays receiver. Mm, I'll probably say Ahmad Garner, cornerback from Cincinnati. Yeah, I would say yeah. Ahmad Gardner too, or I'd either say the D lineman, George Karloftis from Purdue. Yeah, I was going to say London from USC. David Bell too. I don't think he had that big of a game against us, but I was gonna say David receiver Bell. from Purdue. Mm. He had that pretty good catch on me. We play against some good people. We did. We don't always play against like the best teams, but like these teams have really good players. Like Florida State has that D end that... Probably gonna go first round. I would say Sam Howell could be. Good. Mm, yeah, know. yeah, it's a good yeah, one. Yeah, without a doubt. I think he's gonna shake out like a Mayfield in my opinion. Just, I think just purely off build and just play style. It's just hard to say that down because Mayfield is not done super well. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's definitely, that's definitely who I think he plays like. I would say that's his four, and then his ceiling. I would say is like Russell Wilson. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. They're both like mobile, mm. can throw about the same height. Who would be y'all's like for if you could choose one player that's underrated right now in terms of draft projections and stuff? Who would y'all pick that we played last season? When they got going in the game, I would say Oklahoma State's quarterback looked real nice. Mm. When they when they started getting mm. going, he was it was God, we played them for some reason. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I would say that. Feel like a fever, fever dream. Yeah. I'm gonna use an answer that I already used. I'm gonna say David Bell. I think he's gonna be really good in the NFL. Yeah, I think he's guy. It's pretty special. He's from Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, where Maryland at? Shit. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Tay Martin, number one from Oklahoma State. I haven't seen his name on any big draft uh, yeah. boards, but I'm just off so like movements in the game. I can tell that he'll be a really good receiver in the NFL. I think Trey Turner from Virginia Tech, receiver number, number 11. 11. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. I think he's going to be smooth. Uh, also, I don't know his name, but. The slot from Toledo, <laughs> number eight. Oh, bro. Yo. I knew it. OD. <laughs> bro. Hey, he OD. was like that. Yeah. I think he's a true sophomore. He's a walk-on. He's a walk-on, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 I was just going to say he's a walk-on. Yeah. He's a walk-on. Yeah. yeah he's cut, though. Right, you already know. He need to be power five that. soon. <laughs> he's just small, but like, no, he's like that. He had a really he's good like that. He did? I yeah. stamped that, yeah. All right, moving on to the outside of the garage. This question comes from... At RW underscore Harris 10, the smallest land mammal you wouldn't be able to kill with your bare hands. I guess like where's the bar set of animals 
In mammals, you could kill with your bare hands. How did he get to this question? Javelina. I love it, though. I think it's a great question. Javelina. Javelina, <laughs> bro. I'm walking away. You take it. You got to explain what this. I don't really know. It's like a crossbreed. It kind of looks like a rat. It kind of It's like a crossbreed between like a, a hog, <laughs> like a raccoon, <laughs> a squirrel, a bobcat, everything in one, bro. It's scary. I don't know. They travel in packs. I wouldn't even touch it with my hands. So y'all got it. There's got to be something that's like tiny, but it'll just take you out. You know? Mm-hmm. I would say um, what I couldn't kill, I'd probably say like a coyote. I think that's yeah. where I draw the line, like a rabid coyote. Mm-hmm. Cause they're what, like fifty pounds. Oh, uh, they, they, they yeah. Be, it's like a dog, really. Yeah, it is. Yeah, coyotes, fox, bobcats are all really, really small. I might say bobcat then. Those things are, but they're but scary. they they're different. Like you can fight off a dog, but they got a different mentality. Like a bobcat, right. they're, not, they're not domesticated. You know, bro. Yeah. I actually, I think if I'm fighting for my life. I nah, could take that. That's, 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 that's not changed. That's not changed. No, 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 no. I would get in a chokehold and break that's his neck. That's not changed the topic. This is a topic that we, you and I argued for oh, hours. Facts. Bro. We did argue about this. What, what was the animal? What was the animal? <laughs> I forget, bro. That's, no, stop. Stop. Stop trying to stop No, trying to we're talking out. about no. this. What was the animal? It's the question, bro. I don't know what the animal was. I forget. It was like a wolverine. It was a wolverine. Bro, not, a Wolverine would huge. kill you. <laughs> if you're fighting to death in like a, a small ass room, you're in like a a room the size of ten by ten room. room that's pitch black. You versus why would it be pitch black, Kyle? Just it's just setting the mood. That was the that was the um, problem. But you're fighting to the death. But we can't see in the dark. That's what I'm saying. I don't think we winning. You think bro, if I get my hands around this Wolverine's neck is gonna die? I'm telling you. <laughs> God, we're getting pictures of Wolverines right now. There's no way. That trip will get no way. DM us and let us know if you think that a a grown person could kill a Wolverine. Bare hands. Not if it's dark. For me, I don't know. Because now that you said bobcats are real small, I just threw my whole perception of animals off. That's why I changed my mind. Threw my whole perception (laughs) off. Like, see, I don't know how me punching an animal would go. You feel me? Like, like. Can't up with the bobcat? Nah, like, if it's gonna, if it's gonna attack me, like, I'm gonna grab it and try to, like, choke it, but then it's gonna be swinging wild, so now I'm gonna just, like, I'm getting it. But so it's just, like, claws are gonna go ching. That's what I'm saying. Like, bro, you're just gonna have me? to eat that. You're just gonna have to eat that. For me, it might even be a cat, bro, because I'll float so so fast off a cat. Shut up, kid. I'll float so fast <laughs> off a to the cat. death? No, not to the death. Not to the death. But I'm just saying, I'll float so you're fast. You're by, like, a cat. Oh, like, I've been attacked by my own cat. In my two by two room, <laughs> I hate cats. <laughs> That's the, I hurt. I ain't gonna lie, I hurt. Nah, yeah, bro, I hate cats. I I'm know. sorry if you like cats out there. I, I can't do it. Just not. They're, they're not it. nice. Like at all. <laughs> they are not nice people. <laughs> all right, here ten Aaron Donalds or one silverback gorilla. <laughs> I mean, I gotta go with the one silverback gorilla. <laughs> picture ten Aaron Donalds just standing there. No, we're bullshitting, bro. Just oh. picture that, bro. <laughs> No, 10 baby Aaron Donalds. <laughs> oh, I could beat 10 baby Aaron Donalds. No, but at his strength, though. They still got his strength. Okay, wait. Do you think you could beat... Do you think you he could grabbed beat... the shit out your ankle, bro. <laughs> you, you think you could whoop 30 one-foot-tall Aaron Donalds? 30? 30 of them. And they're his strength. They're not his strength, they're, but like proportionately, they're they're like okay, two feet tall. Dirty Aaron Donalds is on the floor, they're like this big. 
I could, I could take 30 of them. A foot tall? That's as tall as this water bottle right here. But they're mad. They're angry. <laughs> they angry? Super Bowl champion, <laughs> foot tall Aaron Donald. <laughs> no, they start, they start getting together and they climb on you. You know how they do. Oh, uh, yeah. See, that's ground, dead. Just, yeah. That's dead. That's so, terrible. That's I can't do that. Bad. They terrible. jump it on your face. <laughs> yeah. No. That's terrible. But they all got deep voices like, I'm like, oh. <laughs> no, they got hella high voices. <laughs> like, get him. <laughs> R.W. Oh, Harris, hope we answered your question. Uh, <laughs> appreciate the question. And uh, that's it for us. So thank you for listening again. Hope you all had a great Super Bowl and hope you all have a great week. Appreciate it, y'all. Appreciate it. Thank you. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.